welcome back to the brunch club today i am interviewing my best friend in the whole world so not weird at all <laughs> a little bit <laughs> uh, we're in lockdown uh, 36 uh, gyms are still closed everyone's losing their heads um around us but when it comes to fitness but patty we're here to talk about your transformation i know you hate that word but what else <laughs> can you call it <laughs> a change a shift patty what was the final straw what made you do this change? Uh, the final thing for me, I think, started in September 19, mm -hmm. because that was around the time of my uh, birthday. So I was 39 and I knew I had about a year to go before I changed to 40. The big 40. Um, and I suppose at that time, I just, I knew I didn't want to go into my 40s feeling how I felt then. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to make changes and I wanted to... Um, I suppose just be more comfortable, more confident um, about where I was at. Great. And then COVID came along and a lot of people would have just said, well, a lot of people have put on weight over COVID. You've managed not to do that. Do you think it's a shift in your mind or was it all physical? No, there's been lots of different, there's been lots of different sections to how this has all went. So I think from... September, when I first really started to knuckle down and focus on what I was eating, trying to exercise, getting a personal trainer, um, and that to Christmas, you know, w was one chunk. Mm -hmm. Then after Christmas, you're even more determined because mm -hmm. you want to get back to really knuckling down. And it's, the, you know, that thing that everyone does from the first of September, mm -hmm. you know, January, you're right, right, we're going to really do this. Um, and yes, that was that, that was good. I was back to my PT sessions, going to the gym, all of those things. Um, and then then COVID hit, mm -hmm. the first lockdown hit. And there was, I suppose I had the choice. I could either, you know, like everyone else, um, you, know, you started maybe the first week having all this extra time. So what do you do? You started maybe cooking a breakfast, you know, and I wouldn't... Have, <laughs> banana I would, bread. <laughs> yeah, banana bread galore. And then you're like, right, I need to knock this on the head because any mm -hmm. work that I had done to that point would have just been wiped out. Um, and then I just started getting out and being more active with walking. Um, and it's weird because you have, suddenly you find that you have all of this extra time. Um, and normally whenever someone would say about going for a walk sometimes I would feel guilty because I know that there's emails sitting that need to be replied mm -hmm. to or um, maybe I'm just working from one job to the next and I'm just not leaving any time um, where this was this was different um, I had this time I hadn't read books in ages so I started getting into audiobooks mm -hmm. and with audiobooks um, I wasn't listening to like crime or thrillers mm -hmm. I started surrounding myself with really positive people mm -hmm. so the books were um, very motivational but not the happy clappy types that are a wee bit too yeah. full on so I started just doing a research I started asking for a few recommendations mm -hmm. and there was a couple of really great books I think that was the first step that was about changing my mental attitude to what I was trying to Most do definitely. so from COVID kicked um, that was when I really started to focus uh, heavily on making sure I was looking after my nutrition, being more active, making sure those steps are in every day, all of those things. And it's it's carried on. I mean, as you said, January comes and by the end of January, it's like, oh, I don't even want to go to the gym anymore. Like what has kept you going? And in fact, it looks like you're even enjoying it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which is so weird. <laughs> Who is that person? I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, mean, I think at the, at the very beginning, I didn't really speak very much about it because you always have that fear from past fear. scars of failure mm-hmm. and uh, publicly failing as well because, you know, of having followers or this, that and the mm-hmm. other. Um, it puts even more pressure. So I was very under the radar about what I was trying to achieve mm-hmm. and what I was working towards and still am working towards. Disclaimer, you know, I'm not there yet. So yeah. I'm not here thinking that I've reached the end of where I want to get to. But I know that I feel much more confident that I this is achievable. Because sometimes it's your own limitations that are holding you back. And sometimes people say that and it's a bit cryptic because people are like, well, what, what does that your mean limita- to me? Yeah. Your limitations are from, for me, and that's what I'm saying about your mindset, is understanding things that have previously happened. So even, for example, how many times have you asked me to go out and do a 5K and I've <laughs> threw, you know, a blusher palette at your head and told you to get out? <laughs> many, many times. <laughs> many times. <laughs> but then, you know, one day then I say to you, right, OK, well, let's do it. You know, this was in the middle of you know, mm-hmm. this progression. And we do it and you've done it. Whereas mm-hmm. before I thought, I don't know why I'd be able to do that. I look at you and I see you being so active and so much further ahead. But that limitation I set in my head was like, well, I, I wouldn't, you know, I, there's no way I'd be able to keep up with you or achieve that. And do then when you do, that's the thing that you are then over, yeah. you know. Um, I'm talking about our 5Ks now. I mean, you're right down to my time. Like, it's just incredible. And I know you hear people saying you you look great and they're proud of you, but we really are. Like, I know you find it a bit cringy. Well, it's, I mean, you, there's loads of different things that, are, that help mm-hmm. get, get you to succeed with it. You know, good friends like mm-hmm. you, like everyone who's there and supportive and, you know, you know, from Marty being the gym buddy to you mm-hmm. person to go out and do the five kids. You know, mm-hmm. everybody is there as a support network and that's important as well to have those people around you that want the best for you, but don't try to make you feel um, bad if you're having an off day or anything, you know, or you have to do this in your own time. There's no set way that anybody can make the decision to want to change mm-hmm. or how they change. You know, so many people have tried to give advice in the past and say this and you need to do this and um, you just want to lock it away. Mm-hmm. Do you know, you say, thanks so much for your concern, but really butt out. Yeah. You know, you can only do this when you're mentally ready to really fully yeah, commit. It, as you said, when we were, we were talking in your kitchen one day and you said it starts here. Yeah. It has to start here. And, th- and that's mm-hmm. it, you know, and there's... You know, there's been a couple of different books that I've read and it's just been plain talking, you know, mm-hmm. not nothing airy furry. It's just been things that make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and also there was a period where I was um, going to a therapist as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a really good thing for me to do because it helped me understand my habits and why I do certain things mm-hmm. or why food is such a comfort or, you know, how people people's relationship with how they eat and how they look at different things and from understand that it doesn't make you suddenly change what you're doing but it makes you more conscious of why you're about to do something and sometimes you can stop most definitely yeah so it's like those people who get really stressed and say i can't eat and i'm like what because (laughs) i would love that to happen to me (laughs) as soon as i get stressed i'm just like give me chocolate give me whatever Um, let's talk about your health because that's the biggest thing I've seen a change in is your health mm-hmm. I mean it was one of the, the the main things that I knew I had to to change um 
there were a couple of different things and one of them so one of the things that led to a lot of the weight gain was I had undiagnosed sleep apnea for a number of mm-hmm. years and eventually it was diagnosed and they said it was chronic it was one of the worst cases that they'd seen and you know lots of people and that's why sometimes there's a little bit of fat shaming happens where people say you know get more active and do mm-hmm. different things um for for a long period I put that chronic tiredness down to just working so hard mm-hmm. um but I mean it was to the point where I was literally falling asleep watching tv when I'd come in you know staying awake I remember going to Paris to do a makeup course and the biggest struggle was trying to stay awake because it just hits you that bad mm-hmm. so that was one of the things that once it was diagnosed and once then treatment started for that um it was completely changed like it changed everything suddenly I felt like I actually had a proper night's sleep instead of waking up you know a full night's sleep would mean waking up at least six to eight times a night you know like how can you function the next day properly I did for for a long time and that was definitely one of the things that piled the weight on because you're coming home at night you just were so exhausted you just wanted to eat and most times just go to bed after you'd done maybe some emails or anything um so getting that sorted and and addressed was a massive thing Mm -hmm. um then the other thing that i then had a real problem with which was being diagnosed with type 2 type 2 diabetes um and i was on the edge for a long period of time and then eventually then they started to um tell me that I need to go into a medication for it so and I, was that a trigger point as well do, do, like I need to sort my my health out it yeah well it was because I still knew that I had the ability to reverse it it would take mm-hmm. a lot of work um but the biggest issue with that was the medication that they put me on was horrific the way that it reacted with me so for me it was a, a drug called metformin and it literally made me feel like I was on fire from the inside out. It made me like perspire. Um, and I mean, where you're almost blinded, you were so physically hot. Uh, and I remember booking a specialist and this was one of those, you know, those key times where you look at different things that people have said and it's such a trigger looking back on. Mm-hmm. And I remember booking a specialist, went to a private appointment and last one of his day, I think it was there about half seven, quarter to eight, went in and just the whole experience was horrific. I tried explaining all of these side effects. I wanted to know if there's another medication that would be an alternative. Um, you know, all of those things that were so, so difficult. And basically his thing was, well, it's because you're fat. You know, there was a, a it was a very blanketed sort like of response. Like a fat shaming. Well, it was almost. just. I think it was number one. I think he really couldn't have been annoyed uh, mm-hmm. doing any more appointments. And number two, I think it was. Um, he wasn't listening. You know, he was going by what he looked at and what he seen mm-hmm. and what I was explaining. And I knew that it wasn't. Um, anyway, I asked for any other medication. He put me on something else, and it was mildly better. Mm-hmm. But that really stuck in my head, and. I think one of the things that people keep asking uh, a lot is how much weight have you lost? That was my next question. (laughs) (laughs) So it was one of the one of the one of the things I decided from the books that I'd read was changing your attitude towards, you know, the conventional way of this amount of work and this amount of effort equals this amount Mm -hmm. of figure on your Mm -hmm. scales. So I deliberately haven't weighed myself in any 
part of this from the very beginning. I know it, I was at my heaviest. And until I get to where I'm really comfortable, 100% comfortable, then I have no intentions of standing on scales unless it's for something medical and even that I don't want to know. Um, but one of the biggest weigh-ins that I know that I have had is that I've been able to reverse the diabetes. So Which I'm is just amazing. No medication and I'm, I have no effects from um, feeling that I need anything addressed with it. So to have that under control, that's been my way in. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Um, and you're out exercising every day. You're down to an amazing time with 5K. What is next for you? Sustaining it. I think mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I now have a system in place with, you know, with what work I'm allowed to do, whether it be like the online orders and stuff to um, then holding on to that control once everything starts to properly open up again and things start to get busy and work hopefully comes back to where it should be. Um, That's that's the biggest thing I think will be the next hurdle to make sure that that lifestyle change, everything is held on to. Of course. Do you think it's made you a better artist? I think... If that's possible. (laughs) It's not about better artists in terms of what I can technically do. I think it makes you a better person. person. I think it makes you a nicer person. You know, there's a lot of your maybe your frustrations with yourself. You would have taken out on other people or I think just be just being radiant and a better attitude. Um, I think from where I was at my heaviest, there were definitely opportunities that I turned down because of the size that I really? got to. Um, just because I didn't want to be put in that situation mm-hmm. or I didn't want to do that job or there's lots of different things I know that I've stepped away from mm-hmm. and not wanted to kind of do. Maybe it's a confidence thing. Maybe it's a, there are lots of different variations of that. Mm-hmm. What's your advice to people? Because I'm sure people are asking you on Instagram, on social media. What would be your advice to someone watching this now, feeling the way you did at your heaviest, feeling that way about themselves, just thinking, I can't do it? I don't think I don't think I can sit here and say that there's one way to to change all of the things that you want. I think you have to be realistic and take it in small steps. Mm-hmm. This this for me has been something that's been manageable. So by manageable that I don't start to do all of the changes all at once. You know, it's kind of that idea, you know, the start of January where everyone gives up alcohol mm-hmm. gives up smoking starts going to the gym all at the same time starts learning mandarin chinese <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah, too much be, and then you know by the second week you're back to full-blown chinese uh, <laughs> alcohol you know so it's the same with this i think you know the little you, wins yeah all of the small things and just add to it add to it add mm-hmm. to it um and don't deprive yourself don't make this process whatever your process is from where you're mm-hmm. starting to where you want to get to don't make it associate don't associate it with something so restrictive so if you want to have a chinese then have a chinese mm-hmm. but switch your fried rice to your Boy. boiled rice but i mean have that Just once small a week changes, Do you yeah. mean if you want a, a bar of chocolate then if that's your thing then have half a bar of chocolate use it over the week rather mm-hmm. than like one bar per day. So you're having it every mm-hmm. day. So it doesn't make it something that you're depriving yourself. Mm-hmm. At no point has this felt, have I felt hungry 
And that's mm -hmm. really important because that was one of the things that you, for me, I had to get over is that I hate that feeling of feeling starving. Mm -hmm. So I would overeat or, you know, mm -hmm. all of those things. Don't do things that are going to trigger that it's a diet. So when someone says the word diet to you, what all the things that you associate with it? Yeah. You think misery. starving, misery, <laughs> depriving yourself from the things that you like. All of those things, you know, this is about trying new things, trying to see it from a different perspective. Find the alternative to whatever you find is a negative that you associate with that whole process. I don't know if that's going to work for everyone. Getting educating yourself as well, again, surrounding yourself with positive people, both virtually, whether it's audiobooks or podcasts or your your friend circle, mm -hmm. know who's really there to really, you know, support you and and want the best for you. Um, it's okay to have the wee devils in your friend circle as well who want you to have a sneaky drink and all of that. We need a good <laughs> mixture of people. Um, but just know that you need the right framework mm. as well. And if you have an off day, that's okay. Then pick yourself mm. back up and get back on it again. And, you know, it's whenever you have an off week, an off month, and then it starts, then you start to lose that momentum. Yeah. Um, and there's always things that hit you. And it's just preparing yourself for those as well, those stresses. In life, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm just so proud of you. You're my inspiration when we were running the other day. I actually said you really inspired me because the determination is just, I've just never seen you like this. And the biggest change for me has been in your mind. You are more positive. I remember when I told you about the secret and you were like, Gemma, you would get away from me. And now, not, I know that you don't read the, the secret, but now you think, you know, you're thinking more positively? I, th I definitely think more positive about things. I think that you always have to be, you always have to be mindful because there'll always be those times where if somebody tells you, you know, just be a positive person. And <laughs> yeah, which you, you wanted I mean? to do to me How a many lot. times <laughs> people come on and you, if you think this and you did it, that's not what, that's not what being positive is about. You know, when people are saying about being mindful and all the, and all of the advice and, you have to also say it's okay to have a shitty day. It's okay to feel crap or something's annoyed you and it's playing on your mind. Um, that's okay to live through that. But it's what you need to do is recognize whenever it lingers longer than what you think it should. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's something that we all have to constantly keep our focus on um, is that positive attitude. It's not that I wake up like Julie Andrews every morning <laughs> just because I've lost a bit of weight. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The hills are alive. It's not that much of a yeah. transformation. It's that... It's not falling at the first hurdle when something I'm actually, goes wrong. It's something that actually pushes you to get out of bed to say, right, I'm going to do, do the run this morning and get that done out of the way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's those sort of things. It also helps when it's sunnier outside as well. Yeah. Um, hopefully it'll be even better whenever we can get away somewhere. Yeah. Um, but it's, and it's do, just doing different things that I think beforehand it was the case I mean how many times did you ask me to go to events and different things and I'm like Gemma absolutely not because I just had got into that phase where I wanted to cocoon myself mm -hmm. but to even push yourself out and be more sociable and not that you can be that sociable but mm. from a distance you know interact <laughs> safe. <laughs> safe distance. <laughs> uh, but all of those different things are all different ways that you can mentally build yourself as mm -hmm. well as change yourself physically Patty, 
thank you so much. I know that you didn't want to do this and I, I made you come on. Yeah. But I think it's going to inspire so many people, especially when the summer's coming and people have been locked in their house and locked with their feelings and locked with their emotions over COVID. And even if you help one person, I'm sure they'll be really... I, I hope so. Like I, I do get a lot of people to send me messages on social media and stuff. Um, and I suppose before I finish as well, there's a couple of people I wanted to mention because this hasn't just been the me show. I've had a lot of amazing people mm-hmm. that's helped. You know, I've, I've said about you guys, my friends, mm-hmm. my family, um, but also um, my personal trainer, Michael Sullivan, mm-hmm. um, who when I've been going to him, going to somebody who's so educated with dealing with somebody that's overweight, you can go to different I've been to different personal trainers in the past and they've nearly put the fear of God in me because they haven't really understood the exercises that I needed for someone who was my size exactly whereas he has literally been there as a support and even though I haven't been able to train with him at mm-hmm. the minute he's constantly being that support at the same time um, Kate and Gary mm-hmm. who have also been a massive help but I know everyone doesn't have that luxury of having that support where it comes to nutrition but the guys at Slim's they have they jumped on board and they supply my meal and you know even with that it's not to say that I don't have a sneaky dinner with a mate or those things but having that there as a a support has been fantastic as well Mm -hmm. um and I I thought it would have been more fussy with the foods and stuff but it's been it's so easy no, as well. I've tried their meals their meals are amazing yeah and even in work because you know what it's like you know what it's like mm-hmm. as well you have to be really quick you know if a client comes in late then your your one hour lunch break gets into 30 minutes gets into 20 minutes mm-hmm. so you know having something that's actually nutritious there that's four minutes you can you, you never not eat mm-hmm. so um that's been great so yeah yeah and your skin's gorgeous too so obviously <laughs> i'm drenched in lumity where would you buy that, Patty? <laughs> and a little bit of help from uh, the guys at Unique here as well. Yeah. Listen, Patty, thank you so much. Are you off to do 5K now? Um, no. No, not <laughs> dressed like this. <laughs> thank you. 